0: Hello, sports fans. This is Jeremy Taché, and this is Miami mic Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. If you haven't tried Cold Blue yet, head over to your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations to pick up an ice sculpture bottle. It's the perfect refreshing drink to enjoy on its own or in your favorite cocktails, mojitos, Bloody Marys, martinis, Moscow Mules, and more. Cold Blue Vodka is gluten-free, crafted from American-sourced corn, and distilled eight times. Easy to sip on, enjoyable, and the best part, no hangover the next day. I repeat, no hangover the next day. Our friends over at Cold Blue Vodka gave us a promo code for our listeners. Head over to coldbluevodka.com and use the code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, bally L -L Y two zero for 20% off your online order. Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. Now, let's get to the show. Jimmy Butler joins Miami mic Up today. Thank you, Jimmy, for taking the time to join the show. First question for you. What is something off the court that has brought you joy recently?
1: Uh, coffee, the ability to make coffee. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that by now. But it's a real thing. It's a passion, it's a love, and I really enjoy it.
0: It's a good thing that that was your answer because those are all my questions. Big Face Coffee, Big Face Coffee. Congratulations on the launch on Friday. Uh, I have a bunch of questions about how this came to be, but the first being, when you were first starting with Big Face Coffee in the bubble, when we were first learning about it, Back then, did you know that it was going to turn into a business? Was it just something fun you were doing, or, or yeah? How would this all start? Uh, it just started as a joke, as I tell everybody. Um, I just wanted
1: to find a way to overcharge somebody for some coffee. <laughs> did a great job of doing it. Yep. That. Um, and then it started to pick up as I, I get back home. Me and the guys are talking, like, you know what? We we do do this coffee thing pretty seriously. We travel around the world and just meet people and drink coffee, like. Right. This big facing, it might pick up a little bit. And then, boom, we launch October 1.
0: Well, so, all right, so that's my question. You were traveling all summer, and it seemed like that's exactly what you were doing, just scouting different coffee in different countries and different places. Did you have a favorite place that you visited? Did you have a favorite type of coffee that you found? Can I hear some of those stories?
1: Uh, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way to drink coffee okay. or make coffee for that matter. Um, it just so happens that everywhere we go, we always find ourselves in a cafe because a coffee shop in Amsterdam is a little bit different than a cafe. Okay. And uh, you know we're in Italy and then we're in in South America and Guatemala everywhere else just trying to figure out like what's our best version of coffee that's what Mm -hmm. we want to bring to the world and I think we've
0: done that to this point so then what is your best version of coffee
1: um I like to think that we're the best so we have plenty of couple of excellence winners but our whole thing with big face is to tell the story of others um and use coffee as a a outlet for it like we we got coffee but we helped your family we helped this Mm. farmer do this or do that and um, I think that's where the the story behind Big Face is really going to take off the people we get to help through coffee.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So what, what type of stuff do you guys have in store then when it comes to trying to help others? Like you just mentioned sort of minor examples, but mm-hmm. do you have any sort of great examples of what you plan to do?
1: We definitely want to give the farmers the best um, equipment to make the best coffee. Try mm-hmm. to make it a little bit easier because you don't know what really goes into a cup of coffee, let alone. Um, a bag of coffee or a day in the life of a coffee farmer. So um, that and just helping the families and the people in general is, is really huge because I realize you can't get as far as you really see yourself getting without a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a prime example of that. And um, I'm grateful to be able to give back to the people that I've yet to meet, and the people that I've met already.
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm excited to see it continue to grow. It's it's really it's been a cool process to watch it start at the bubble, like the way it was Mm -hmm. with you know Goron and twenty dollars cups of coffee, and now now to be here now. By the way, (laughs) he still hasn't paid you back for it. Yeah, I guess we'll have to hit him up in Toronto. (laughs) See, get get him back down here. Change the currency. Um, it sounds like all summer you were doing a whole bunch of different things. You talked about your tennis game. You talked mm-hmm. about surfing, obviously coffee. You're also a soccer fan. What attracts you to all these sort of off-the-wall types of hobbies? I think it's
1: because I want to be able to say that I'm the best at it and that nobody's better than me at it. At everything. Uh, and it, it never quite works out that way. <laughs> I have so many friends, obviously surfers, uh, Medina, football, soccer, Neymar, Paulie, mm-hmm. Pauly. Um, you know, all the way down the line. Tennis, Sasha's my guy, just left the other day. Um, But I, I get to learn a lot from these guys, what it takes to be great, how they handle any and everything. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful for it, too, because I
0: ask a lot of questions. Yeah, well, these are some of the greatest competitors in the world. What What is something that you've taken from some of these guys who have played other sports that you've been able to sort of take back to the team environment? Because mm-hmm. everything we just mentioned, those are all very much solo endeavors, not necessarily soccer, but yeah. surfing, tennis.
1: Uh, just how hard they, they work um, and how they grind it out, how they train, how they think, how they train their brain, so to speak, as well. Um, when you're in a, a singles game, it's definitely a, a mental more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just love to watch people compete. I do. I love to watch the emotion that they give off and how they're so excited to be out there and, and, and entertain and put on a show for everybody. That's a fan, including myself. Right. I just, I really, I really honor it and respect
0: it. Well and then in terms of being a competitor, I mean we know you're a big Domino's guy and love the best. to compete Domino's. I'm the All right. Best. Just give me give me your best. Tell me why you're the best in the world I at Domino's. I just
1: I don't lose often. <laughs> like I
0: think that's what comes down
1: to being the best. I just right. am. I don't understand why but it is what it is.
0: I don't know. It's hit. like the uh, it's like the prize fighter coming up. He just hasn't lost yet. I don't I'm, know what I'm to saying. tell you. I yeah.
1: mean, I've lost right. all greats lose, but like it's it's tough. It's hard to do. It's hard <laughs> for me
0: to lose. I love it. We'll have we'll have to set it up at some time and see see if it could be done. All right. Uh, when we do talk about basketball, mm-hmm. you said when you came back on media day that over the summer you really started to miss the game and To me, what I heard was this last year has been insane. A year ago yesterday, you were putting up 40 points in a Mm -hmm. triple-double in the finals. And think about everything that's happened in the last calendar year. What did you miss so much about the game this summer in particular?
1: I mean, damn sure being around my guys, being around my teammates, I try to remove myself from the game, you know, be around the family um, and not even think about basketball like Mm. that. Then you're coming back the grind, the waking up and like it's the first thing that you do, it's the first thing that's on your mind. You do it again at night throughout the day and it's just like constant basketball and it's like the one thing that you can always count on. Um, I'm a guy that loves a schedule so I know where I'm going to be every second, every hour of every day. And when I got back to the game, I knew it. 5 a.m. I'm on the court. Weight room, eat, play dominoes, play (laughs) dominoes, coffee, coffee, back, back into the gym, back into the weight room. Um, And I think I started to really miss that, uh, that schedule part. Like Mm -hmm. I know what's coming. I love, you know, going on vacation. Oh my gosh, look, I'm going to eat at this restaurant and I'm going to this beach and then I don't know. And then I'm going to go do that. But man, when I have like basketball and I have a schedule, I'm calm
0: and and relaxed. The structure is is yeah. such a benefit. I, I was the same way. Like as soon as I left school, I was like, Oh no, what do I what do I do? There's yep. no structure to this. You gotta figure it out on your own. So I, I completely structure. understand. Yeah. Let's go back for a second. When we do talk about the last year and sort of the toll that it could have taken both mentally and physically, with that shortened off season, I'm not asking you to make any sort of excuses about last year, but Mm -hmm. when you look at you guys and the Lakers and bodies breaking down and and minds sort of breaking down and now having a longer off season, could you speak to the toll that that short off season took and the benefit that this longer off season will have for you guys?
1: I mean, getting away from the game is always good and you really didn't get the opportunity to do that in a short off season. It's like right back into it. Um, You know, and and maybe your team even changed a little bit. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, but I feel like the, the longer off season, you got to rest your body, rest your mind, get back to being a quote-unquote human being, not mm-hmm. a basketball player. Go do what you want to do, relax, go on vacation, take the family, take the kids, and um get back to just being who you are, not an entertainer, none of that. And it's good you get to relax, you get to breathe a little bit. You're not always under the spotlight. You get to go live your life. Um, So I think everybody's revamped from – from that aspect of it. Rest on a body is always good. You know you get to recover. Knees, ankles, shoulders, fingers, whatever. And then uh, come back ready to go.
0: Obviously coming back now. You have a, a bit of a new look team. Obviously with some different additions. But the main one being Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Your guy. I just spoke with him about the relationship. That the two of you have. But could you speak to how good it feels. To have Kyle Lowry in your uniform.
1: Yeah uh, that's my guy. Um, and we won't ever taken, night and my other guy who was seven before mm-hmm. he was because mm-hmm. i love Gore and to death he knows that we still talk all the time that's still my brate that'll never change mm-hmm. um but it's a blessing to be able to have kyle too um another brother of mine godfather of my child obviously um people did not know that yeah but um just a competitor he is the great human being that he is um i think that the city's gonna really love that you know, he's just a joy to be around. He's always smiling. Um, he doesn't have too many bad days um, off the floor. He definitely doesn't have too many bad ones on the floor. Um, Certainly. Yeah, so it's going to be really fun to be able to compete with him.
0: Oh, and you add him to the mix. You got Bam continuing to improve. Tyler has obviously looked great and in, in coming back from this offseason a great first preseason game for everybody that you got to watch again mm-hmm. in the big face sweatshirt Damn always right. on, always on brand yeah. as you guys head into this season there are a couple of of major obstacles in the bucks in the nets and these teams ahead of you but why do you believe that you guys can be the team to represent the eastern conference in the nba finals once again
1: um, one because i believe in myself i know the caliber of player that i am i believe in these guys that Uh, Coach Pat and Coach Bo has put together as a unit um, and I know how we compete I know how we just want to win and then more than anything we're not running from anybody we never will we never have and there's no way around it you got to go through each and every one of these teams Bucks being one the Nets being one Philly being one all the way down the line Um, we know that and um,
0: we're ready to compete. Well, Jimmy Butler, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Miami Miked Up today. And good luck this season. Appreciate you. Today's episode of Miami Miked Up is brought to you by Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue collar lifestyle. You guys know we love Cold Blue Vodka for its refreshing taste and smooth finish. Pick up an ice sculpture bottle at your nearest total wine or select Sam's Club's locations. You can also head over to coldbluevodka.com and use code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, bally L -L Y two zero for 20% off your first order. You need to try cold blue vodka for all your favorite mixed drinks. Or chill a bottle and enjoy it all on its own. Thanks again to our amazing partners over at Cold Blue Vodka for sponsoring this episode of Miami mic Up. And joining us now on Miami mic Up is the one and only Bam Adebayo. Bam, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, appreciate being here. Absolutely. Well, the first question for you, what is something off the court that has recently brought you joy? Uh, I got a dog. You got a dog. Yeah, I got a dog. We were we had bets going on in this room about when that was going to be a mention for someone, someone getting a dog. What type of dog did you get? I want to hear everything about it.
2: Uh, I got a Rock Waller, and her name is Golden.
0: We're not a Golden Retriever named Golden?
2: No, no, no. You got to <laughs> think, though. Gold medalist. Yeah. It had see. to be some with the Olympics. I love so, that.
0: Uh, I named her Golden. See, that's the first place I actually want to start with you, other than what has brought you joy, is that Olympic medal how incredible was this summer getting to be a part of winning a gold medal you can't put it in words because
2: of the the amount of i guess say the amount of uh pressure behind it sure or the uh or the expectations mm. i'll say the amount of expectations behind it is uh is just over the top and it's uh it's a standard that we all have to believe in we all have to uphold and we all have to represent for so uh that was the biggest thing when you walked into that situation it was like you got two options and you really only have one option (laughs) right right but uh (laughs) that's how we kind of looked at it it was like look it's it's all or nothing and uh you know you don't want to be the team to drop the ball on dynasty and uh that was our whole mindset
0: yeah, I mean, to be in the space that you guys were in where you were able to sort of make the run that you did after a bit of a shaky start in general as a unit, it was it was really impressive. And for you in particular to be a guy who was sort of squeezed off the roster previously, how good did it feel to be a part of that and contribute in the way you did? Uh, It felt great because, you know,
2: before I felt like I should have been on the other roster. Yeah, we all know uh, you should have. Yeah, but that was my main goal to... Once I got on the team, it was like, all right. So, people know I I need to win this one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a it was kind of like a, a redeem thing for me, and uh, you know it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, all right, like I'm back now, different result, um, and that's how I went at it.
0: Yeah, I mean to be in the space where you were specifically. Looking at what this last year was, right, this last calendar year, a year ago yesterday was the day Jimmy Butler put up 40 in the finals, know, right? So seen it. you think about the calendar year that you've had in particular. Of You're in the finals. You have this short off season, You have a full NBA season, the Olympics, and back in a preseason game before it's even been a year. Can you explain both the physical and mental toll that that can take on you?
2: Uh, it definitely puts that that mental, mental, mental thought in your mind is like, yo, do I really, do I really wanna like go to the Olympics? Like, you know, I feel like I I wanna chill a little bit. And you know, you start, you start believing it. And uh, one of my close friends, uh, I was talking about the pros and cons, like, yo, if I do go to the Olympics, you know, possibly get a gold medal, Uh, interacting in a new, different type of environment, uh, you know, getting this, experience japan right and then the cons were like well your body's beat up you, you haven't really had rest uh what else you know <laughs> i wanted to spend time spend time with my people because i couldn't yeah. for so long and uh they looked at me and was like uh so we're talking about i'm talking on giving them the pros and cons and finally they just looked at me and was like look like uh it ain't time to rest yet mm. and uh that was kind of like my my light switch for all my complaining and just shut up hmm. and uh that was the one moment where i was like you're right
0: and it was just and
2: that was it that's all it took
0: well so you you flip that switch and get right back into competitive mode obviously you seem invigorated you seem rejuvenated even without the time off so is that a result of just the high of the gold medal is that keeping your body in top shape what what do you attribute that to because i'm talking to the rest of these guys and they're like yeah man i am pretty glad we got a few months off you know <laughs> uh bill ford mm. um
2: you know i feel like going through a lot of it i can't really be mad you know a lot of people can't be an olympic gold medalist that's right. that's kind of how i had to look at it i was like yo I would have been really dumb to miss out on this opportunity. You know what? I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, definitely the recovery part. Um, you know, just really taking care of my body, staying in the weight room, um, making sure I maintain my weight, uh, and getting sleep. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the biggest thing. Cause you know, when you go to Japan, what time is it right now? One o'clock. Sure. Yeah, one o'clock it's midnight in Japan right now. Right. So, uh. Getting on that time uh-huh. was the most important oh thing gosh. for me. Right, uh, but it was a uh, it was a great time. You know, got to interact with a lot of people and uh, you know build some new relationships.
0: Do you have a favorite memory or story you haven't told from the Olympics?
2: Favorite memory or story? I think the day before, the day before the championship game, we all just ordered Shake Shack. It was. <laughs> Like it was just, I don't know. It was like we've seen a Shake Shack. I haven't, I haven't ate Shake Shack since though. <laughs> like, it was too much. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: um, this is like, the day before the gold medal. Like,
2: game. Cheese fries, milkshakes, whatever you could have named, we ordered from Shake Shack. So
0: our nation's top athletes were just gouging themselves with Shake Shack the day before the gold medal. We splurged Olamide. on Shake Shack. Yes. Incredible. Yes. And I liked it. That of all the things that could have happened, that's the favorite memory. Yeah,
2: because it was like, now mind you, after we ate it, we all felt terrible. I'm sure. Like, mind you, I felt terrible, but it was like, oh, like, it was worth it. Oh my god, it was worth.
0: it Oh my god, it was worth. It. Yes, 100 worth it. <laughs> that's great. All right, all right. So we'll take it back to the Heat franchise then for a second. You mentioned specifically when you showed up at Media Day this year, I heard you talking a lot about legacy within the Miami Heat and wanting to be one of the greatest in this franchise's history. And You're one of only a few guys still around who played with Dwayne, which is really (laughs) crazy to think about, that like you're one of really only a few who have played with him. Jimmy, not here, has played with him, but otherwise it's you and UD and I'm not sure anybody else. So can you speak to... Number one, the impact Dwayne Wade had on you and still has to you to this day. But number two, the motivation to kind of chase after the ghosts there in Dwayne Wade of, uh, hey, I want to I catch this guy. I want to be the guy in Heat franchise history.
2: 100%. You know, everybody has that type of aspirations in their life. Uh, D-Wade knows it. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why him and you deal pushing this, pushing this towards 13 a little bit and uh, just trying to make it happen. Mm. That's uh, biggest thing for me, man. Just going out there, hooping, having fun, but also, yeah, keeping a mental tab of I want to break Ud's rebounding record. Yep. I'm gonna keep talking about it. Yep, you just mentioned so, that a bunch. Just so every time he looks <laughs> on social media or every outlet that we have, it's always me saying I'm breaking Ud's <laughs> rebounding <Yep>. record. <laughs>
0: he he knows it. This this clip's going on there now. I'm I gonna know. make sure to tag he, him.
2: He he knows it. And uh, it's one of those things where they both said, like, records are meant to be broken. Mm. And then D-Wade was like, well, go break mine. And it was like, all right, like, I'm up for the challenge. Uh, big shoes to fill. Absolutely. But, but, yeah, looking forward to the challenge, man. And uh, I'm just glad those two are in my corner.
0: Yeah, well, and then moving to UD, can you speak to the impact that that human being has had on you? Because uh, he's, he's a remarkable guy.
2: Uh, great dude, man. I don't like giving him too much props. <laughs> he don't. He don't give me any props when you know I'm sure. doing good when, throughout the season. He, he always one of those guys. like, nah, keep your head down, and keep working. Uh, but UD has been a tremendous, tremendous help in my career, just because how I started. You know, I started not playing, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, and he was always giving me advice. That's why I would always sit beside him. He'd always give me advice, always give me tabs, and then when I got my opportunity, he would always tell me before the game, "Stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready." Mm. And it was just those little, those little type of notes and those little type of like, little little hand gestures or uh, just helping hands, and you know, just helping me throughout the games, throughout the season. And as I started to get better and better, and coach started letting me play more it became you know we're watching film together uh we're going out to eat together he you know he's almost like my best friend on the team mm. uh you know when people usually around the around the organization they see ud they'll probably see me and vice versa and uh that's our relationship you know we're kind of like best friends man it's awesome
0: that's so cool to have that that relationship with a mentor right like to to be able to be so close in in a friendly way where it's almost teacher and student, but still just best friends is something that I think is really special. Two more questions for you before we let you go. Kyle Lowry has now come in to the Miami Heat, and in this first preseason game, we saw the impact that you guys are able to have on each other's games, right? You're setting screens to get him open. He's throwing you lobs. Can you talk about how having such a dynamic point guard and obviously you guys had a dynamic point guard in Goron around the last few years but how having someone like Kyle specifically around will help your game
2: the, the one thing I noticed about Kyle is his pace mm. and you know throughout the Olympics that's what we play with we play with pace so a lot of times I would get leak out dunks like I was getting last night right. by uh just taking off and having a guy like that that's not scared to throw it and uh you know coach coach is one of those guys he's you know, if it happens and, and it goes well, he's four. Right. But if it's like, all right, you know, we're getting a couple of turnovers off of it, it then it, it is settled down. But sure. for the most part, he's letting us He's letting us play. He's letting us experience our games. He's letting us, you know, let talent take care of the, the game and push the pace and, you know, do what we do. So building off of each other, like the pace is the biggest thing that will probably help me.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you guys are able to run that way, you're one of the most athletic centers in the league, so to be able to kind of get out in space as a group I think is something that obviously, when you also have the shooters that you guys have surrounding, is something that will be beneficial. Last question, you and Jimmy as the leaders of this team, you bring in Kyle and PJ and Markeith, tough guys that want to get in the mud defensively. This team has challenges ahead of you, whether it's the Brooklyn Nets, whether it's the Milwaukee Bucks, obvious individual challenges for you as a player but obviously also major team challenges to reach the goals you guys want to reach what makes you believe that this is a championship team this season uh we got that junkyard
2: dog mentality back and uh that's that's through the whole roster and you know i feel like a guys the way we ended last year a lot of us came back with with a chip on our shoulder. you know, UD always says this this saying to me, you know, a chip will make a monster. Mm. And uh, I firmly believe that. Uh, it's one of those things where you got to go to a dark place to, you know, be who you want to be
0: and uh, rise to the top. I love it. I'm excited to watch you guys continue to thrive this season and beyond. Bam Adebayo should have one of the best seasons of his career. Thank you for joining us on Miami Mike would Up. Appreciate it, man. You are listening to Miami Mike'd Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. Let me talk about this bottle for a second. This is something you don't see every day. For those of you listening, it is an ice sculpture design that honestly looks like a piece of art. It really stands out on the shelf, so it'll be hard to miss when you head over and pick up your bottle at your nearest Total Wine or Sam's Club locations. And this ice sculpture design on the outside is just as smooth as the great taste on the inside. You guys need to try Cold Blue because it is premium quality, one of the only liquors that doesn't give me a hangover the next day. Follow Cold Blue Vodka on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Blue Vodka, that's C O L B L E U V O D K A, for South Florida events and new recipes. Kyle Lowry joins this episode of Miami mic Up. Thank you, Kyle, for taking the time to join us. First question for you is, what is something off the court that has brought you joy recently?
3: Um, thank you for having me, first and foremost. Uh, off the court that's brought me joy is just uh, being able to uh, see my kids grow. Um, I mm. now have a 10- and a 6-year-old, so um, them growing and, you know, making new friends and adjusting um to a new lifestyle uh makes me, it gives me joy.
0: Are they in school down here? Yeah, they're in school here. That's uh, awesome. So what for, what grades are they in? Are they really close?
3: Uh yeah, I mean, <laughs> as brothers, you know, it's a little bit of a head but uh they're uh, uh fifth grade and first grade so that's uh, exciting six. Yeah, yeah so yeah, so they're things. probably at the same school then yeah same school wow, that's awesome yeah, it's just crazy, crazy. It's pretty cool man it's different. they've been in the same school there for the last couple of years so you know it's just a different school but you know they're still doing well they're transitioning well
0: are they, and so they're down here now as yeah, well uh, yep. so, so new schools yep. for them New school how's new that process been?
3: New it's been good you know kids are very uh, adaptable uh-huh. and uh, so it's been it's been a smooth transition which like I say gives me a lot of joy
0: that's awesome all right well, so it it seems to be a pretty smooth transition for you down here as well, based off of what we saw last night in the first preseason game. You guys seem really comfortable. Um, you mentioned at Media Day that that you feel, in comparison to where you were 10 years ago as a player, that you're a much better player now. Yeah. And that's from the mental side of the game in particular. Could you explain to me how the experience that you have has helped you make a swift adjustment with a new squad? Well, it's also physically I feel better. I mean, I might not be as fast and as
3: explosive, but I still, you know, take care of your body a lot better. Absolutely. The older you get. Um, uh, Just the experience of me, you know, I've got the coaching staff here has been really, um, you know, kind of letting me do me. Um, kind of adjusting how I've played the last couple years um, and and just kind of letting me have control uh, of a little bit more, a little bit more say. But, I mean, I have great teammates, right? I have great teammates, Bam, Jimmy, Tyler, Tuck, Marquee, Deadman, you know, uh, Duncan, Max, Mm -hmm. you know, Gabe. These guys are really good. They're very smart. Um, They they pick up things. But, you know, having teammates like that kind of helps, you know, make everything a lot smoother and transitional
0: you're also the one that makes the game smooth for them. So as a point guard, are there things that you've learned about these guys that maybe you had certain assumptions about their games that, that you've learned, Hey, you know, this guy actually likes this from his point guard, or this guy has this part in his game that, you know, I wasn't quite aware of playing against him. No, I've no? done my own research. <laughs> so it's a point guard,
3: you know, what you're right. going into. Um, these guys are really good and really talented. Um, Tyler's you know I've read a lot of comments Tyler's and he's going to show people he's been you know he's back And you know, last year was a off year for him but he's going to have a good year this year you know as last night you know one preseason game he played aggressive played assertive and his swag was with there mm. um, you know then we get everybody back on the floor it's going to take some time we're going to have some ups we're going to have some downs um, you know preseason preseason but you know we we got to get together and, and play more than one or two or three games together more to have more than one or two months together we need to you know Takes to, to win big to longevity, it takes a long, long time to kind of be on the same page fully.
0: Well, and to, to learn about each other as people right. and, and to build those relationships. Right, and right. what works out really nice is that you and Jimmy already have a very yeah. close relationship off yeah. the court as well. But You called him kind of crazy in comparison to some of your other teammates that you've had. Could you talk about what it is that that makes Jimmy tick, that that makes him so, you know, wired up like that? Uh, And and I say crazy in a good
3: way. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it's a lot of things, the terminology, you know, he's crazy in a good way. He's just – and it's not – it's just how he is. He operates. He operates to win. He operates to push each other. He pushes himself by pushing mm-hmm. others, right? Mm-hmm. He knows how talented, how hard he works, right? He wants others to live in that universe, which everyone doesn't <laughs> live in that universe. But you know, in Jimmy's universe, it's yeah. Jimmy's universe. So, and you have to respect that, and you have to appreciate it because you understand what he's going to give you every single night, um, every single day. He comes into the building, and you know, he's, you know, he's one top 10 NBA top seven top whatever you want to call them uh, NBA players there are he works hard on everybody he's in great shape and you know I think he's um, primed to have an even better all type NBA year
0: yeah I mean he obviously coming off of what's been a really crazy calendar year for all of you guys Mm -hmm. in the NBA so that that recovery time this offseason clearly a key you mentioned specifically the way jimmy is here to win every single day that's also how we've heard the heat culture described could you tell me what was so attractive about that heat culture to you (laughs) um it's
3: just a good organization you know they play to they they play to win and um you know jimmy and spo um probably were the two main reasons um Mm -hmm you know, to come down here and, you know, I've been open to saying that those two, I've always wanted to play with Jimmy, you know, one of my best friends out there, um, closest in this, you know, in in the world. Uh, Spo, me and Spo had a good rapport, you know, even before, you know, me getting here. So um, the respect I have for those two kind of, you know, made the situation very attractive, um, you know, and figuring out that these guys, you know, the organization wants to play for championships. So it's an easy attraction.
0: Yeah, well, and and to come down here and play for championships, obviously you're the new point guard down yeah. here, replacing Goran Dragic, yeah. who was down here for a number of years, and and you guys actually played together in mm-hmm. Houston. What what was? Do you guys have a, any relationship yeah. from those years? Like, oh, what's your relationship? And Gor- oh,
3: like? Me and Goran are great. Every time I see Goran, we have a good con- conversation. You know, his family, you know his family, his mm-hmm. wife Maya and those kids. You know, we we have a relationship. It's not just you know, <laughs> we were friends. We were together. We were kind of going through some uh, tribulations as as Point guard is trying to figure it out still, and um, you know he's made a great career out of his career. I've made a great career out of my career so far, mm-hmm. and we're continuing to build and to build. And you know he's always going to be a close friend of mine. It's not a replacement, you know. It's not a replacement at all. Um, Goran has. Um, set his stamp here and down in Miami. He's you know done fantastic things here in Miami. He's been unbelievable for the organization, unbelievable for him and his family. Mm. Um, so it's no replacement. It's just, you know I'm the point guard now. I'm right. the guy that's running the show right now. And um, you know he's going to continue to do well in Toronto. And you know he's going to always show how why he's a professional.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and and you mentioned Toronto. One of my favorite moments of last season was actually your game on the day of the trade deadline yeah. and, and all the emotion that came with that. Could you speak to what that night was like for you? And now, in retrospect, a few months later, how it feels to, to have been honored that way with your fans and the way that that all went down? Uh, it
3: was weird. Um, yeah. I didn't know what was going on the night before. Like I said, it was... the you know, I didn't know we had options, you know, Maasai, Bobby Webster. We've had we had conversations, we had options to do things, but, you know, it didn't work out. And, you know, it worked out for the best of uh, all of us. And, you know, Masai was very um, open and communicative mm. with me, communicative to, with me. And um, we were on the same page all through and through myself, my agent, the, the organization, the Raptors organization. Um, And ultimately, we decided to, you know, stick with it and finish out the year and just, you know, play our game and finish it out. And whatever this summer had brought to us, that's what we were about.
0: Yeah, well, and now to be here down in Miami competing for championships. That's what the Miami Heat organization wants to do. What do you think you learned about your team last night in the first preseason game that shows you you're at least headed the right direction? Nothing. Nothing. It's preseason. It's yeah.
3: one game. It's Listen, it's it's going to be fun. Um, right. You know, it's not about, you know, like I said, it's not about two weeks of practice, not about one game. It's about, you know, when you get to game 50, then you can ask me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. All right I will. Yeah, I'll be yeah. back on here and I'll game ask you. Game 50, <laughs> I'll ask at that time. But right now it's just about us getting – in condition to play basketball every single night, um, getting to get our terminologies down, getting to um, on the same page, getting to see, you know, what we can do as a group, you know, just being able to get in some basketball shape and playing against a different opponent.
0: Well, and so uh, last question for you. Yeah. Going into this season, what's the thing you're most excited about when you think about getting back on the floor for the regular season?
3: Uh, getting an opportunity to play with Jimmy um, that's One big thing i can't wait getting coached by spo um have an opportunity to play with bam and helping him grow um and tyler seeing you know the, the next steps those guys will take um but just being down here and you know it's, a, it's kind of a new chapter for me personally mm-hmm. um and it's still about proving for me so i get the opportunity to step on the floor and be a professional um be a professional basketball player and you know you say that with joy and you understand like this is our job your job as a childhood kid and you still live that moment every day
0: to be at this point in your career and still have that that's yeah. amazing it's clear that it comes through you it's clear that it comes through jimmy you yeah. guys are clearly cut from the same cloth in that way and looking forward to seeing you here in your first season in the heat uniform kyle lowry thanks so much for joining. i appreciate us.
3: you thank you guys
0: thank you for listening to bally sports florida's miami mic up with me jeremy tache and a special thank you to our national sponsor in southeast toyota visit your local toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles no matter your destination toyota goes with you toyota let's go places